this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the in focus podcast this is g sampath the host for today's episode the global hunger index 2021 published last week by concern worldwide an irish aid agency and welt hunger hilfe a german non-profit has ranked india at 101 out of 116 countries in its assessment of how successful countries have been in combating hunger only 15 countries many of them marked by violent strife have performed worse than india the government of india has been quick to dismiss this report and ranking as within quotes devoid of ground reality and facts it has also questioned the methodology used by the ghi global hunger index to assess the prevalence of hunger The GHI researchers on their part have defended their methodology stating that it is robust and follows known international norms. So what exactly does the GHI report say about India? Is India really in the midst of a major hunger crisis? How have the COVID-19 pandemic and climate change impacted hunger and nutrition levels in India? We explore these questions in detail with Ritika Khera, Associate Professor of Economics at IIT Delhi. Uh, Ritika, welcome to InFocus. Thank you for having me. Uh, Ritika, to start with, can you talk a little bit about the background of the Global Hunger Index and uh, how it defines and measures hunger? Okay. You know, these summary measures and ranking, uh, they tend to be very popular and help to attract attention to important issues. So there are many different ones, including happiness index and so on. and the global hunger index also has been around for i think a long time trying to focus attention on a very key uh, human right which is uh, the right to food what it does is it takes four uh, indicators and it averages them so those four indicators first i'll just tell you what they are and i'll tell you why they are there uh, one is what they called a measure of undernourishment but which is actually just a measure of whether or what proportion of the population has uh, inadequate uh, calories this is the most unsatisfactory indicator that is used in uh, creating the index uh, the other two uh, which are very important are stunting and wasting stunting is basically height for age and wasting is weight for height uh, these are very standard anthropometric measures of uh, nutrition and in most circles stunting is really kind of like the gold standard of trying to measure undernutrition uh, in a population the fourth one is child mortality which is basically the proportion of children who don't don't live beyond their fifth year even for child mortality you know the infant mortality index is often used in other uh, indices but the global hunger index has always always gone with child mortality so they take the average for the country uh, on these four metrics and then they put it together they assign equal uh, weights to each of them and one limitation of course of this index is uh, the fact that a lot of this data is not available on an annual basis uh, even though the index is calculated every year so what they do is they take the most recent year as an approximation and that's why also things don't uh, change dramatically from year to year um, because the data doesn't the underlying data doesn't change from year to year now uh, the bigger question is how do you measure hunger right 
it seems like a straightforward question to ask, but actually even in India, when the National Sample Survey used to ask these questions, it was not a very straightforward exercise. So some of the options that have been used is, has anyone had to sleep hungry? In other surveys, what they use is, are people eating less or are they eating enough of certain food groups? So those are one category of measures for hunger. But the reason why the Global Hunger Index uses wasting, stunting, child mortality and this calorie intake measure is because when people are not getting enough food or adequately nourishes, uh, nutritious food, then it tends to show up in these anthropometric measures and in child mortality as well, according to some studies. So that's the overall picture. Okay. You just mentioned that this undernourishment is not a satisfactory criteria. Why is it not a satisfactory criteria? Yeah. So this is like an annual exercise. I think every year that the index and the rankings are released, there is a furor in India. And every year we raise this problem with using the calorie intake measure. So the calorie intake measure comes from the FAO's fact sheets on food supply. And, you know, each person's requirements of calorie, requirement of calorie varies. So there are interpersonal differences, but even a, the same person may have different requirements. So if you take the overall calorie availability in the country based on these FAO fact sheets and then just divide it by the total population, you would get some, you would also need a measure of what is the requirement of calories that the person needs, right? And uh, that, that side is especially difficult to tackle. Uh, and in any case, overall calories are not particularly informative, right? Because you need to also think about food diversity. And also, I think that there might be data-related issues with the FAO fact sheet. Uh, I think there is some literature on this. So given that gallery intake itself is so uh, inadequate as a measure, and given the difficulties in trying to get an estimate of who is getting how many or who is falling short by how much, they, they could be just relying on stunting, wasting and some measures of mortality, which are more reliable in any case and more meaningful, just reliable. They're more meaningful indicators. Okay. Okay. So how credible are the government's claims that the GHI index is within quotes devoid of ground reality and facts? I mean, why, why, does, why does the government say this to be the case? Yeah, so I read that uh, the clarification that they've, uh, or whatever statement that they've issued. So, like I said, you know, we also have been trying to highlight the fact that this measure from the FAO is not a great measure. But, you know, this one sentence already in the statement, let me just read it out. The scientific measurement of undernourishment would require measurement of weight and height. This part of that sentence is correct, and I agree. Whereas the methodology involved here is based on Gallup poll, based on pure telephonic estimate of the population. This part is not correct, right? So, because there are, like I said, there are four indicators, which includes wasting and stunting, which are measures of weight and height. So, that part is already there. 
uh, whereas the statement issued by the ministry suggests that the, these these are just based on telephonic estimates that that part is not correct so where does this telephonic estimate and gallup poll come into the picture you don't need a gallup poll to do stunting wasting or uh, mortality and nor for your undernourishment so did they just cook it up out of thin air or is there some element of gallup poll or opinion poll in the ghi uh, methodology so for this i'm afraid i'm going to have to rely on what jean said in another interview uh, where he said that the gallup poll had a question on people sleeping hungry and that was used not for stunting wasting or mortality but in that first indicator to which i was uh, you know saying they have always had some issues with its use so i think when they're trying to draw up uh, you know each person's requirements uh, and trying to map the fao availability of calories thing i think in that part it seems they have used some question in the gallup poll which asked people about whether they were sleeping hungry okay you know from this statement it seems as if the ghi has only used the gallup poll yeah that is completely incorrect they have used mortality estimates and actually at the end of the statement if you go right to the bottom they say the last paragraph is as per this report india's position on the first indicator child mortality has improved in 2021 compared to 2020 position on two indicators child wasting and child stunting has remained unchanged in 2021 compared to 2020 so they in the end they are acknowledging that wasting and stunting are measured separately and they are taking issue with that first measure which i was also pointing to has issues uh, but actually the issues with that measure are slightly different from what the government is claiming Okay, so now um, I'm a little bit confused. Let me just rephrase what you've just said, and you tell me if this is correct. So you're saying that the government, uh, in its statement, this is the Women and Child Welfare Ministry, I think, right? So, so they are saying that this entire GHI is uh, bunkum because uh, this one indicator, which is undernourishment, has a lot of problems. But in the same statement, they are also uh, taking credit for the fact that uh, we have done better in mortality, child mortality. and we are more or less remain the same we haven't become worse in stunting and wasting is that right yeah so in the initial part of the statement they are pre- they are making out as if the ghi only uses uh, opinion poll data but and saying that is a questionable thing uh, and that is factually incorrect because ghi does not use only opinion poll data Uh, and at the end of their own statement they are acknowledging that the other data is there okay okay that's yeah that's quite yeah quite interesting okay so now you also mentioned earlier that uh, this uh, ghi index doesn't take into account uh, the 2020 2021 data but the latest which could be i'm assuming even older than that so how would india's scores be if we had taken into account uh, uh 2021 2020 data because there you have the pandemic effect also playing in and i i understand you have been doing some field work and there have been other uh, studies which have been conducted which do not uh, figure in the ghi methodology so would india's performance have been better or would it have been worse or the same if we had taken into account 2021 
data as well. Right. So, see, for the four components, let's look at what data they use. For insufficient calorie intake, the undernourishment data to which the government is objecting, and we are also saying it's not great, but for different reasons, it's a three-year average. It's a three-year average of the supply of food uh, in the country. For wasting and stunting, they use the latest National Family Health Survey. Across, this, this is a survey that happens across countries. Uh, and in the Indian case, they have had to rely on data for 2015 and 2016. And that is why that indicator between last year and this year, our position is exactly the same because the data used in both years is exactly the same. In fact, in India, the NFHS 5, National Family Health Survey 5 for 2019-2020 has already been conducted, but only results for one set of states have been released in December 2020. Uh, for the remaining 10 major states, the data has still not been released. Now we're in the 10th month of 2021, you know, but there is no explanation about why those fact sheets are not being released. Um, so the data is outdated uh, by many years. And if you remember the discussions, at least as far as wasting and stunting is concerned, which are the most important, I would say, you know, the most meaningful indicators in the GHI, uh, there between NFHS 3 and NFHS 4, there was some signs of improvement. Uh, but in NFHS 5, the next round, there were the, for the states that data has been released, it was mainly a story of stagnation. Uh, there were hardly any states in which uh, these indicators had improved and maybe a handful where, in fact, they had uh, slipped slightly. And we know that in 2020, things have gotten worse uh, because of the pandemic and the, I mean, the pandemic-induced lockdown. Uh, but in 2020 and early 2021, there have been a bunch of surveys conducted across the country by different uh, types of uh, agencies, all of which, or many of which were asking questions about whether people were sleeping hungry, whether they were eating less, uh, whether they were eating less of certain types of food, you know, so especially nutritious uh, protein-rich items like dal or soya bean or eggs or uh, animal proteins of other kinds. Uh, and across these surveys, the results were very sobering and actually in some ways also frightening. Uh, because uh, the incidence of hunger seems to, they were all, they were small or large surveys, but all of them were suggesting um, a deterioration uh, in the, on these indicators. So if more recent data were available, I don't think the indicators uh, or this index, our ranking on the index would have been uh, better. Uh, whether whether the ranking would have improved or worsened or stayed the same also depends on what is happening in other countries, right? I don't know the data, these uh, individual indicators for other countries, so I'm not able to say whether we have done better or worse than uh, than them, which is what would affect our rank. Okay, ranking is one thing, but of course, objectively, we can look at India's uh, scores yes, alone. Yes, yes. So if you look only at the Indian case, then uh, indeed the likelihood of it have being worse is much uh, much higher right now i mean now uh, one other thing uh, i was struck by uh, when you were uh, talking about child stunting and wasting is that you said uh, i mean the government's uh, defense said that uh, we have more or less remained the same on these two parameters which are really important but then uh, we find that 
we are same only because we have been using 2015 2016 data right correct so it's absolutely meaningless to say that we have remained the same on these two parameters you you might as well take you know 1975 data and say we have remained the same right it doesn't mean anything yeah because the underlying indicator updated data was not available it was available only for half of the states not for the all uh, for at the all india level so they have had to use the older data okay now this uh, the global hunger index has identified three uh, main reasons or factors uh, that are responsible for worsening hunger uh, crisis across the world not just in any particular country and these are violent conflict the climate crisis and covid-19 pandemic so how big uh, according to you are these three factors uh, in the prevalence of hunger in india as of today right so uh, i think both violence and climate uh, impact uh, is likely to be felt in india as well but there isn't mu- that much documentation or careful documentation uh, that one can rely on to see how that is affecting hunger related issues in india but i think when they were talking of violent conflict they had much more in mind countries like afghanistan Uh, where there's so much violence uh, in the indian case i think the greater problem is covid as as the report point uh, points out correctly but even more than that i would say it's the chronic neglect of hunger nutrition and health in the country and this is something that is not new uh, it is not new to this year it is not a covid related phenomena it is not an nda government related phenomena it is something that we have been um, trying to draw attention to for many years at least 15 20 years since i have been doing research for sure and definitely i'm sure even before uh, that uh, people were trying to say that you know these things need more attention um now what is this chronic neglect uh, one aspect of it is that the budgets uh, for these uh, programs of social support Uh, remain very small uh, in india uh, another thing is that you know the understanding in some ways of uh, hunger or pop, uh, hunger or nutrition uh, is also still lacking except i mean um, those who work on these issues know but for a wider like for public discussion and debate we still feel a bit uh disappointed that when hunger is talked about uh the discussion starts and ends on the public distribution system which is of course very 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 important uh in preventing hunger uh but very little attention is given to the fact that as far as nutrition is concerned uh really the target age group or the target window is the first 1000 days of a child's life including the time in the uterus right so we really need to be focusing on pregnant and lactating mothers um and on children under the age of 6 uh, if we are uh, if we want to remedy the undernutrition problem you know the wasting and stunting uh, indicators so that uh you know that has been neglected for a very long time and though there was a period of some revival in all of these programs the public distribution system uh for children under 6 it's the anganwadis the integrated child development services scheme uh and for school going children there's also mid, uh, school meals the midday meal program or the noon meal program uh, as it is called in tamil nadu so these programs have always 
uh, not got the kind of uh, funding that they need. Uh, and in fact, in the past five, seven years, in fact, you know, when this government or when this, when in 2014, when the first NDA government uh, or this uh, round of the NDA government was formed, there was a huge cut in the budget for the ICDS. And even today in real, uh, in nominal terms, even if you don't look at inflation, even in nominal terms, the total budget is lower than where it was in uh, 2014. Uh, and even during the pandemic, the budget for this uh, these programs have um, not been increased at all. On top of everything else, you know, the, you know, another manifestation of this chronic neglect is how we have completely forgotten about reopening Anganwadis and primary schools or elementary schools, right? And UNICEF, UNESCO, for instance, have said that uh, if the need arises, basically, the sco schools should be the last to close and the first to reopen. <laughs> but here there is no dis or very little discussion about uh, reopening schools, even among states where you would expect that, you know, states like Tamil Nadu, for instance, which have always uh, been pioneers in this field, it, it, primary schools are not yet open. I'm not sure about the state of Anganwadis. So in India, just to sum up, I think the problem is much more, uh, has been exacerbated by COVID, uh, but it is not a problem that can be attributed to COVID. It is a long-standing issue. It is a chronic neglect of hunger, nutrition and health issues in the country. Right. You 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 spoke at length about uh, the chronic uh, neglect of hunger and nutrition issues, uh, and you have said COVID has made it worse. but uh, could you give maybe a couple of examples of whether COVID has been a factor of disruption? Has it disrupted uh, uh, whatever existed in terms of uh, you know mitigating measures for hunger? Because we understand we we were doing fairly less than what we should have been doing, but even that seems to have been disrupted. You spoke about Anganwadi's not opening uh, and primary schools not opening, and these were uh, uh, were areas where. Uh, children were able to access uh, some form of nutrition. So has there been a great deal of disruption and is it still continuing uh, in terms of uh, measures that we did have with us to mitigate hunger? Yeah, so uh, so I think the d disruption caused by COVID in these programs, uh, I would say that the Anganwadis uh, or ICDS and midday meals are two very important examples, right? When when the first lockdown was announced in March 2020, uh, okay, later on we may criticize it was harsh and too, you know, too much of a blanket approach and all of that. But okay, you, one can still uh, say that at that time everyone was figuring things out. But by now we have figured out a lot of things. We have figured out how to open cinema halls which are air conditioned and have no ventilation. Uh, ditto with malls. But we are, whenever it comes to saying, talking about reopening Anganwadis and primary schools, uh, we are told that no, 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 you know, there's COVID. So for 18 months now, or for most of these past 18 months, Anganwadis and primary schools have remained shut. There was a short window uh, when Anganwadis had reopened across, uh, across in many states. And even primary schools, I think, had kind of uh, opened here and there. 
but then the second wave came along and then again everyone forgot about anganwadis and schools um so this is a huge disruption caused precisely by covid so that i think there the impact of covid is very much uh, evident uh, there's a, a short article by uh, jordres and vipul paikra uh, using hmis data which is the government's health mis data and last year they found that many critical services which matter for health and nutrition and uh, obviously therefore for hunger also uh, they saw decline uh, because of the lockdown so child immunization rates were at about 60 to 70% of the normal rates which was pre pandemic uh, levels institutional deliveries were at 70 to 80% of pre pandemic levels a uh, registration of pregnant women at anganwadis uh, for ancs uh, that was also down uh, to about 80% of pre pandemic level outpatient attendance fell by half and so on uh, there are interstate variations but you know these are again important critical basic services uh, that have that were disrupted because of the lockdown right we are running out of uh, time ridhika so we'll wind up uh, on this really sobering note so what what really struck me is that uh, i mean there has clearly been a neglect of hunger and nutrition for a long time but uh, the covid pandemic has really uh, made it uh, much worse with the kind of disruptions you just described in detail both in terms of access to anganwadis and even access to healthcare related services such as child immunization which are again known to be crucial for ensuring uh, uh, good nutrition and so on uh, so this global hunger index is uh, probably very flawed in the sense that it doesn't really uh, reflect adequately how uh, how how acute things are uh, in india right now thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and comments on this issue uh, look forward to doing this again thank you thank you for having me in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon